Mission 2, San Jose Avenue. From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome to Total SF, and Heather Knight, welcome to the real world, not a Zoom. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Real life. (laughs) Yes, here we are on a sidewalk in Noe Valley. We are on Sanchez Street between 24th and Elizabeth. We see birds, we see people, we see dogs. It's crazy. Yeah, Muni buses going by. Um, It almost seems like things are normal. It's not because we're sitting on chairs with a TV tray in the middle of the street (laughs) and people think it's weird. And everybody's in masks. Yeah. But uh, super appropriate that our first in-person podcast in like a year. Hi, someone's walking by here. (laughs) That's okay. No, don't be sorry. Super appropriate that our first podcast in a year is on a slow street um, because we are interviewing Amos Goldbaum and we're going to speak with him later. We had a great interview. He is painting a mural on the slow street, local artist, and I thought that went fantastic. Yeah, he's great. And this mural is such an undertaking. It is um, the better part of a whole city block. And I feel so bad for him. We're watching him paint as we speak and he's hunched over and it looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, not ideal conditions. You're going to hear a little bit of wind in this podcast. You're going to hear uh, muni buses going by, um, dogs, people. <laughs> but um, but in some ways, it was kind of the perfect conditions to get back together. Um, really good discussion with him. Uh, slow streets. We're on a slow street. We had our slow street art hunt this weekend. And I wanted to just ask you about that, recap that, and just ask you what you're thinking about slow streets right now. Yeah, so I love that our Total SF ideas have really caught on. And all we did was say that um, we would visit the Balboa Theater again and encourage people to support small businesses in the Richmond, which is one of our favorite neighborhoods in the city. But it really just took off, and a group of um, transit fans in the Richmond planned a whole art hunt. So we met up with um, a bunch of families on their bicycles in front of Green Apple Books, and we heard some live poetry there. Supervisor Connie Chan's office sent a representative to talk, and then everybody took off on their bikes. We were walking, but <laughs> just so you know, we totally kept up with the bicyclists. Um, maybe it's because they were little kids, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's part of their training wheels involved. <laughs> uh, they did. Lake Street to 23rd Avenue to Cabrillo and it's really neat how these slow streets are woven together in one long path and we ended at the Balboa Theater with you in the Norton It's It costume. You were super cool and comfortable inside that massive PPE with a double mask on. (laughs) I thought it was such a great community walk full of surprises. You had Mark J. Mitchell and that MC handing out poetry turn a corner we're at the four star and there's a string quartet playing i think it was a del sol quartet um and we just sat and had our lunch listened to a string quartet i thought when this pandemic started we were going to be holed up in our houses and my kind of discovery of san francisco would come to a pause and i think i've explored more of san francisco since this pandemic started than the year before it for sure i mean we're not really supposed to be inside much of anywhere other than our houses so with the great weather we've had it's been easy and fun to explore the city and um and see so much that we might not have taken the time to see before 
Yeah. So sitting here on a slow street after that great weekend, what do you think about the future of slow streets? I mean, what are your hopes and, and what are what would you like to see? I think a lot of them will stick around. I think um, the MTA, SFMTA, has already picked three to be permanent. I believe Page Street is one. Um, I think they're still talking about Sanchez, but I know neighbors really want that to be permanent. Um, I think a lot of them will probably be forever things, which is great. Yeah. Well, we... You know, in total SF, we love the slow streets. We also, walking away this weekend from that great event, we're thinking, how could you do that again? What would be another neighborhood you'd like to go to? We threw this out on Twitter, kind of talking about maybe getting a neighborhood group involved, maybe some historians. What did, what did you see? What, what were your thoughts and what did you see on Twitter? Um, I saw some Ingleside references, which would be great since we could have a Beeps burger. <laughs> yes. Um, People were suggesting the dog patch. I saw West Portal, the sunset. I think we should consider Chinatown. That neighborhood has really been um, hit hard by the pandemic and the um, racism that started, you know, even over a year ago when the virus started in China. Um, So they're really struggling. So lots to consider. Lots of neighborhoods to visit. Yeah, well, we'll be thinking about that. Um, Right now, though, we are on the Sanchez Street uh, at 24th. So there are cars going by, people with strollers going by. We met a new dog just in the last couple minutes. <laughs> a um, very cute toddler. <laughs> a very cute toddler. A uh, lot going on here. Um, not ideal conditions, a little bit of wind. We're wearing masks, but I'm super happy to be here. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight on the Sanchez Slow Street. Amos Goldbaum coming up. This is Total SF. Thank you very much. Amos Goldbaum, we just heard a Muni bus. Uh, we are on a slow street. Thank you for welcoming us to your slow street. Yeah, thanks for coming by. So you are painting this slow street. I want I want you to paint the picture what we're seeing right now because we drove up, saw you um, painting an entire slow street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's just start with with how this started, how this happened. Sure, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're on Sanchez and 24th and doing the whole street here. It's a orange line drawing. It's going to be kind of a typical Noe Valley scene with some Victorian houses in the foreground. And then there's like a background with streets and hills and a big Sutro tower behind it. Uh, the, the project kind of happened through a community group called uh, Friends of Slow Sanchez and they approached me and commissioned me to to do this big mural to kind of bring attention to the slow street and we understand that the slow street will be permanent right um i don't think that's uh, official but no. that's uh, <laughs> well, let's just that's say a, it. that's a goal <laughs> um there's you know i think they're going through the proper channels and making sure they get a lot of input from the community and from the neighbors and find out what's working and what's not working first and they're working with the mta's office on that so i think a lot of people are really into it and want to make it permanent, um, and we'll see see what happens. Are you a supporter of keeping it permanent? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> why not? And you live near here, right? <laughs> I do, yeah. I live a couple blocks away. Um, and yeah, I think the less cars that drive on the mural, the longer it'll last. So <laughs> I'm all in favor of it. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the biggest project you've done? Have you done anything like this before? 
Um, yeah, this is by, by far the biggest. Um, also, by far the most horizontal. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a 180 feet long by 30 feet wide, which was surprising. I was, I guess I had no idea how long a city block was until I measured it, and I was surprised. Is your back hurting? When we got here, you were just sitting in a chair hunched over painting the pavement. Yeah, it's it's been pretty brutal. I've tried a couple different things. Um, a lot of hands and knees, and then I've been sitting kind of hunching over. I zip-tied my paintbrush to a stick and tried that <laughs> standing up, which is oh my gosh. seemed to work pretty well for straight lines, but not, not so great for the smaller details. But yeah, I've been uh, doing some Epsom salt baths, <laughs> uh, some stretching. Uh, yeah, it's very physical. This is dedication. Yeah. <laughs> and how did you choose the color? It looks like kind of the color of the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, I wanted it to be um, visible, kind of like high contrast with the gray, um, and kind of settled on orange, the, you know, international orange for the Golden Gate Bridge, maybe Giants orange for the Giants, somewhere somewhere in there. Um, we also had an issue with the, it's, it's asphalt paint, and you can't get it mixed in whatever color you want. It just comes in these kind of marking colors, like yellow, red, white, um, but luckily, wanted to do orange and the two of the colors available were yellow and red so it's this is two parts yellow to one part red uh. wow yeah looks great so how long have you been at it uh this is about a weekend had to take a day off for the rain which was actually very nice on my back to to have a day off so yeah about a week now yeah. and how much longer do you have to go um <laughs> we'll see it's definitely <laughs> like taking me about twice as long as I have thought it was going to take so far. So hopefully about another week. Yeah. Wow. Do you, uh, do you get an instant reaction? I mean, you come out here with your paintbrushes. I'm trying to describe the scene with your cones, caution tape, paintbrushes, mm -hmm. and water bottle. Yep. And, <laughs> and what, what does the community say? What, what, what was the initial reaction and what's the overall reaction been? Um, a lot of uh, what's going on here. Um, definitely you know getting getting lots of questions which is great that's kind of like the idea is to engage the community in in the street and kind of rethink what a street can be and so definitely like what is this oh it's a street mural oh cool what is it going to be of and then like as it's kind of progressed and like oh i see a house i see a tree um all very for the most part very positive um some neighbor kids bake me some cookies uh, so yeah get a, a lot of a lot of comments um, in the afternoon the, this friends of slow Sanchez um, have some volunteers who have been coming out here to kind of act as my press secretary and field some questions so I can get some work done <laughs> which is nice has Very, anybody been cranky about it because you know there's always someone in San Francisco yeah, who doesn't um, like the cool thing like you know maybe one or two kind of kind of cranks um to get the cops called on me once. Really? What? <laughs> that was like the first day I was out here. It was like cookies from the neighbor kids and the cops got called <laughs> on me. So it was just the full Noe Valley experience. What um, did the but, cops say when they showed up? Uh, they, they just wanted to know what was happening and, you know, whether just checking whether we uh, were working with the city on it, which the Friends of Slow Sanchez is working with the MTA's office. So I think, you know, you see someone just kind of blocking off traffic and painting and maybe you 
don't go talk to them for some reason. Instead, you call the cops. But um, yeah, I, look. I think I think Jeffrey Tumlin would come here and, and like take a bullet for you if it. Yeah, if it, <laughs> it came seems like down. he's well, funny funny story. Uh, maybe I'm not supposed to say this, but he Jeffrey Tumlin was getting a coffee at La Boulange, and uh, introduced himself and said uh, he loves it in for his. Personally, he loves it, not in his official capacity. <laughs> He's not allowed to say anything in his official capacity, but personally, he was into it. So, okay. Yeah. All right. I don't think he's going to get in trouble. Well, I think no. if you're um, trying to do anything like low profile that's criminal, you're not doing a very good job of, of hiding no, it. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I immediately see this in, in Amos Goldbaum. It's, it's, it's a style that you've, um, that I've seen on t shirts, on mugs, all over. Um, Tell me a little bit about how your styles developed. To me, I, de- I identify now with San Francisco. Oh, cool, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've always loved drawing, like, ever since I was a kid and my mom put a pencil in my hand, I've just, like, loved making lines. And um, and I think line drawing is, is kind of like this universal language. Like, you see it in everything from, like, comic books to manuals, cave paintings. Like, it's it's kind of this language that that people immediately understand and um and i've just kind of made it my thing to to describe everything in line and especially in san francisco where i think there's just such great views and architecture and there's just a great great assortment of things that that i can draw and um so yeah i mean i've always kind of drawn in line but as you said I, i do other other types of painting, watercolors and renderings. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of developed over time. I, I've kind of whittled it down, like gotten rid of a lot of the shading. Um, my my uh, grandfather's friend in the Bronx when I was in high school, I, I went and visited him. He's a art teacher and I was showing him some of my, my drawings, like portraits and stuff, and he was like, these are great, but you got to get rid of the schmutz. And, you know, schmutz is Yiddish for, for dirt. And by that he meant, like, get rid of this, like, kind of half-hearted shading. Like, focus on what you're good at, which is which was the line drawing. So I think I kind of took that to heart. And ever since then, I've just been kind of, like, focusing on the line. Is San Francisco a fun city to draw? Very fun, yeah. I think, I mean, I, I think that... The, the things that are the funnest to draw are also going to be the funnest to look at. And so I kind of like, when I'm looking for things to draw, I say, would that be fun to draw? And if it is, then I, I think that would also be fun to look at a drawing of it. And um, yeah, San Francisco, like you just get so many different vantage points and you can see the same thing from a different angle that you never saw before, just by like walking one block up a hill. There's a, a great variety of different, different types of architecture. Um, flowers, trees, just just everything that you could want to draw. What's your favorite landmark in San Francisco to draw? Oh, um, well, Sutro Tower, I think, is is got to be up there. That was like one of my first uh, t-shirts that I made when I realized, oh, this could actually like work as a as a business. I, I had a Sutro Tower Twin Peaks t-shirt and and people were very into it. And I was like, hmm, all right, I got to I got to do more San Francisco shirts. Um, and since then, I've, I have a bunch of, kind of makes its way into every mural. Maybe just because it's visible from almost everywhere. Yeah. But this, uh, this mural, the Sutro Tower is going to kind of be in the background of it. And it was initially supposed to be about 40 feet tall. 
and I, I've been kind of chalking it out before I go in with the paint. And I had it chalked out at about 40 feet tall, and I was looking at it from the from the bottom of the block here, and you could barely see it at all. So today I rechalked it, and I think it's going to be about an 80 foot tall sutro tower. Ooh, I want to so, come back and see that. Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to get to that? Hopefully soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll be right back after this short break. What, what is kind of like your process? I mean, I, I sort of expected like the whole street to be shut down, but it, it appears that this stuff dries pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, this is, um, it's like a quick drying asphalt paint. So about an hour in, it's, it's pretty dry. Um, I've been, it's been interesting to kind of plan my work with a street closure. Like I've had to kind of start on one side of the street, uh, cone off an area, make sure there's one lane of traffic open, uh, make sure the fire trucks can get through because they go and they park their trucks and get coffee every day. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's been an added uh, obstacle to kind of direct traffic while I'm, while I'm painting. And do you think San Francisco will continue to be a bastion for artists or are too many of them getting pushed out because of the high prices? Where do you see art in San Francisco going over the next couple of years? Yeah, I mean, I think it's already, um, it's already happened. Like, there's, there's very little affordable housing and um, most artists that I knew uh, when I was younger growing up here, you know, moved to Oakland, moved to New York, moved to LA. Um, so yeah, it's, it's sad, I mean, for artists, but for all, for teachers, for other working class people, it's just kind of harder and harder to stay. What, what kept you here? Um, I mean, I, I love the city. Um, I, I grew up here. I have my family here, my community here. Um, I've been lucky enough to to make a living selling my shirts, and and so, you know, I've I've considered moving other places. I, I love other places. San Francisco is just kind of unique. How long have you been here? Uh, I, I grew up here. Oh, so you did. I, yeah, I went to college in Iowa for four years and uh, couldn't come back fast enough. <laughs> Although Iowa's great, not to not to say anything bad about Iowa. Were you born in the city? I was, yeah. Oh, cool. A native. Yes. Not too many of those left. Yes. <laughs> I was born born at home in a basement in Bernal Heights. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I, I think of, like, you and Nathan Tan and then Paul Madonna. Mm-hmm. Like, you're all sort of repping the city. Is there a blood feud there? Because <laughs> Nathan's been on the podcast, and I want to want to quash any beefs. <laughs> we also recorded with Paul Madonna for a library event. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. No, I love I love Paul's work. I, I love Nate's work. I mean, they they do great stuff, and um, I think that would be a pretty pretty boring beef. Nobody wants to watch a bunch <laughs> of artists fight each other. <laughs> Tell me, let's get really granular with the kind of paint you're using. Sure. Because you said this is just like this is just like you know freeway highway paint what what they'd be using on work crews yeah it's it's asphalt paint so i think it's meant for pa- painting the lines on on streets and parking lots uh-huh. um we wanted to make sure that it it was going to last so we did some research and this seemed to be the thing to use um mta office they recommended adding a non-slip grit to it so i've been doing that one pound of grit for every gallon of paint <laughs> and it it's it's gritty it kind of gets stuck in the paintbrush it's like a it's kind of like a sand 
um, but hopefully it, it makes it safer once it dries you know if it gets wet it won't be slippery when people are walking on it you're on you're on like day nine day ten oh so I can't even keep track anymore <laughs> do, you, do you get I mean are your mask related and COVID rate related anxiety dreams replaced with painting the street rate related anxiety dreams oh yeah totally i mean i i usually do dream when i'm working on a project of just like painting lines um but i think it's the the scale of this is kind of like overwhelming and especially in my dreams like these giant lines the <laughs> just this wall of asphalt so it's it's hopefully not uh not going to keep me up much longer yeah so if the residents of Page Street or Lake Street say, well, we want Amos to paint a giant mural on <laughs> our slow street, yeah. would you ever do this again? Um, I think I would, I would need a, <laughs> like a month for recovery. Um, but I don't know. We'll you'd have to ask me again once, once my back <laughs> has recovered. I think but, the answer right now is no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think it was pretty naive of me to just be like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll paint this, this giant street. <laughs> no problem. It'll take me a week. But I've, I've learned that it's not quite as easy as it looks. So we were just here a minute ago in the middle of your question. This delivery van just, like, absolutely sped by. Now... <laughs> I happen to be the mayor of my local <laughs> slow street in Alameda, Pacific Avenue, nice. and I have a lot of I have a lot of conflicted opinions. I, I'm totally pro slow street, but I'm finding as time goes on, not everybody respects the slow street vibe. What have you learned about slow streets just being out here painting on one for for, <laughs> for hours and hours and hours? Well, I think it is still a street, so you do have to remember that when you're walking on it. I think it's going to take a while for drivers to kind of realize that that people are walking and that it's, while it may be a, a street, it is something a little different. Um, and hopefully this mural kind of gives this a different feel and says to the world, like, this street is a little different than other streets. Uh, because, it, you know, it makes sense if you're used to driving around the city. You're, you're just gonna, streets are for driving. If you're a pedestrian and you're in the middle of the street, then it's like, what are you doing there? So I think hopefully as, as uh, more people get used to slow streets and used to driving on slow streets and there's more of them around town and the signage gets better, I think people will get, get more used to it. But I think it's, it's been amazing just to see like kids riding bicycles and family, you know, like old, old people like just going for a jog and it's just been like very cool to see what a street can be when it's not used for driving. And, and it, it kind of has this like suburban vibe to it. Like, oh, we're just going for a stroll, teaching the kid how to ride a bike. And so I love it. And I think, I think people get used to it over time. Have the cones and caution tape been good enough protection or have you almost been run over? <laughs> yeah, the, the cones and the caution tape seem to be doing the trick. I'm more worried about someone driving through the wet paint than I am about getting yeah. run over. Has that happened? Uh, luckily not yet. Okay. I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to really cone off the wet sections. The cars seem to go around it. It's actually uh, pedestrians and bicyclists who think that the cones are for cars and not for them. Oh. Um, but, but luckily no, no mishaps yet. <laughs> well, appreciate what you're doing. I think it looks fantastic. Um, and uh, kind of with that positive community vibe we built here, uh, Heather is going to now break your soul with uh, <laughs> oh boy. with our lightning round. It, it, 
politicians have come near tears trying to think of their favorite burrito place. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, you just gave me a hint. <laughs> it did. On that note, where is your favorite place in San Francisco to get a burrito? Ooh, wow, that's tough. How could I be prepared for that one? <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Taqueria San Francisco on 24th and York. What's your order there? Uh, super carnitas. Nice. Um, but you know, it's you can't really go wrong. There's there's so many good ones to choose yeah. from. What is your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco? Oh man, um, I think I'm gonna have to go with The Rock. Oh, that's yes. a good one. We showed that at the Balboa Theater in the Before Times. Nice. And it was very exciting. Oh man, so I gotta good. go to your movie night in the <laughs> after times. Yes, we're looking forward to it. Like like. B plus, and I'm, I'm not giving it an A, but B plus action movies are like A plus watch it live with everybody drinking beer movies. Yeah. Totally. The Rock Making was fun fantastic. of Nicolas Cage type Yes, movies. especially 90s action movies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and thinking to the before times also, where was your favorite place to get a stiff drink? Ooh. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I used to live over in Bernal and, uh, it's kind of hard to beat the, the El Rio and Virgil's combination of if one's too crowded, go to the other one. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I found out recently that Virgil's is, is closing, Aww. which is just super sad and just like another indication of, of all that this pandemic has, has done to the city and, mm-hmm. you know, all the, all the small businesses that are not going to survive and all the people's jobs that are not going to make it. So yeah. super sad. Hopefully, looks like El Rio is is gonna make it through. Good. What was your first concert? Ah, man. Um, My dad took me to a Jerry Garcia band concert (laughs) at the Warfield. Yes. (laughs) Before I I really knew what that was. Your your dad's cool. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he was. How old are you? Oh, man, I must have been five or six or seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you were just like, that smells strange here. There's yeah. Strange smells and people are... I don't know if my memory is hazy because I was young or for some other reason. Yeah. Probably both. <laughs> what was the last book you read? Um, I just read a John Le, Car- Le Carre. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Uh, spy thriller. It's pretty good. Nice. Not, not my usual reading, but it was kind of a nice, like... Uh, just forget everything else quick enthralling read besides yourself who is your favorite artist living or or dead that's a tough one um i think i'm gonna say bill watterson the uh, calvin and Hobbes writer and drawer um just always his drawings were just such a huge inspiration to me as a kid and they just have such like a a live liveliness to them and expressiveness and uh and then the comics are just so good also sutro tower is love it or hate it you and we love it clearly what would you say if the haters are listening um i would say that maybe that was a defensible position in 1974 but get over it (laughs) here to stay and they were debating repainting it, and the, the color schemes that were being bandied about were keeping it red and white, mm-hmm. going gray, going rainbow, or going similar color to what you're painting this, like a bright orange. Ooh. What, what would you vote for? Um, 
I mean, I think we got to keep it traditional, although orange or rainbow would be very cool. So maybe they could repaint it every year and Ooh, just you know, keep it fresh. Are you volunteering? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've done enough giant painting for the rest of my life, I think. <laughs> and what is something you're most looking forward to about the pandemic ending? Something you're not allowed to do now that you really miss? Oh, um, I mean... Yeah, getting getting a drink at El Rio would be great. Um, I'm looking forward to getting back out on the street and selling my my shirts. That's like something I really love is is being a street vendor. And I you know I could do it now, but it's just foot traffic's not great and just trying to trying to keep it safe. So I'm looking forward to just having a, a city that feels alive again. Yeah. And last question: What is something you always make sure to squeeze into your busy day? Oh. It's nice. Um, well, recently it's been stretching. Because <laughs> of this. <laughs> that's, been, that's been keeping me nice and limber during this mural. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for inviting us to your slow street. Oh, thank you. I'm kind of disappointed that Peter didn't show up in his It's It costume. <laughs> oh, yeah. You we know, can come back. I think you should bring it back when Sucho Tower is being painted. I think that would have been a really good wind guard for these mics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm getting a little nervous too. There's, I, I can't tell if it's crows or ravens been birds or circling. buzzards, <laughs> unibuses. Yeah, it's very, um, very yeah. ominous. Yeah, but uh, anyway, you're doing absolutely great work. Love it. Can't wait to bike out here and check it out when you're done. And uh, yeah, congratulations and thanks for doing this. Thank you. Thanks for having me on and thanks for coming by and checking it out. Thanks a lot. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to Heather Knight and our guest, Amos Goldbaum. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by treating yourself to a digital Chronicle edition at sfchronicle.com slash pod. <laughs> There's a dog here. Have a good walk. I should have gotten a picture. What's your dog's name? <laughs>